Praise the Lord. Uh, I pray this video meets you so well. In fact, I believe that the Lord has been blessing your lives uh, so much. Uh, I want to personally thank you so much for all the good things that you know you do in my life. Yes, you do. I send videos and you read. I send messages and you read the messages. Um, it's just wonderful. And I want you to know how grateful I am for taking a making it a point to read the things that I send. Uh, I'm very, very grateful. Yeah. And then I, another thing is that Happy New Year. The Lord bless you, you know, mightily as we have entered a new year and as we have entered a new decade. And it's my firm belief, you know, through the ministrations of the Holy Spirit that this will be a bigger chapter in your life. And many things, opportunities, blessings that the Lord that we serve has put in on our way and on our path, you know, to increase us and to bless us. And I don't want you to miss out. So I'm going to share some two things with you. And I believe that there will be a blessing unto you. And as you give yourself to these things and as you heed, pay heed to the words and as you, you know, desire to do them, you begin to see great changes even in your life. Uh, God bless you so much. Uh, and two things I want to share today. You know, the first is the vision of God for the church this year. And if you're a Christian, uh, you should be excited because within this year, there are many, many, many mighty blessings that the Lord has in store for us. And I will talk about how to position yourself. So the vision of God, that is one. And the, the second one I want to talk about is the Lord has touched my heart to start uh, something he has entitled 31 Days of Favor. And so which means that in the next 31 days, every day, I will come your way with an exhortation uh, from scripture about a specific subject. And that is supposed to help you and it's supposed to help me, you know, reposition my mind in order to reap the maximum benefit and blessing from what God has in store for us. And it's a, it's a great time to be alive, I tell you. And God bless you so much. The message that the Holy Spirit gave me for the whole year is that this year is our year of showing. It's our year of showing. Um, you could also call it our year of announcement, our year of celebration, our year of unveiling. So it means that, you know, the Lord has been working on us, trying to bring us to a certain level of perfection. And so this year is the year that he will outdoor us. So you can also say it's our year of outdooring. Hallelujah. Aren't you excited? I'm so excited about the year. Amen. And the scripture that he laid on my heart, let's dig into the scripture and see what the Lord has for us. Luke chapter 1 verse 80, the Bible says, And the child grew and was strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. It says the child grew and was strong in spirit and was in the deserts. It says till the day 
of his showing unto Israel. Now, this story is talking about John the Baptist. You know, when the angel visited his father Zechariah, and Zechariah failed to believe, express confidence in God, and failed to believe that there was an angel who was standing in front of him, and what the angel was saying was true, and was struck by, you know, the spirit of dumbness until the second time that John came into the world. And you know the story. And at his birth, when he was born, and, you know, they were going to call him Zechariah. And then, you know, the mother said, no, let's go and ask the father. They gave him a chalkboard, and he wrote on it that his name shall be John. And the Bible says immediately his mouth opened. And when his mouth opened, he began to prophesy. And so the birthing of his son, not only, you know, was a great and momentous miracle, it was also the outdooring of the ministry, prophetic ministry of Zechariah. And that is how that's that is the beauty of working with God. Sometimes he introduces blessings in your life, and the blessings themselves are they stir you up into the ministry and the callings he has given to you. Amen. But when John the Baptist was born, you know, we read about him, a little bit about what the mother said, a little bit about what the father said. And then verse 80, um, it says that John grew. And then John became strong in spirit. And then John was sent into the desert. It says before the day that the Lord decided to outdoor him or to show him to the whole of Israel. Now, John was a prophet. And the same as each and every one of us has specific callings of God. You know, some of us are prophets, some of us are teachers, some of us are evangelists, some of us are pastors, and some of us are apostles. And then some of us, you know, may not be called into the fivefold ministry, but there are specific ministries that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to you and he has given to me. And what, regardless of whatever ministry that you are being given, the Lord doesn't just pick you up and just, you know, present you. You will fail. Hallelujah. And so the Lord takes you through certain seasons. And after having taken you through those seasons and prepared you and equipped you, then there is a day that he announces you to the world. That is your day of showing. Hallelujah. And so when we say this year is our year of showing, it means that it presupposes that we have been undergoing a certain you know, depth of preparation by heaven. And the scripture says, the child grew, the child was strong in spirit, or became strong in spirit. And then he says, the child went into the desert until such a time that the Lord decided to show him to the world. Hallelujah. You see, all the seasons that have preceded this one have been seasons that the Lord has been preparing us. You know, I know that some of us, including myself, you know, we've gone through certain difficult, challenging moments. You know, some of them, you know, we thought that, you know, our lives will be lost. But the Lord, through his own wisdom, rescued us from the clutches and the throes of death and preserved our lives. All these seasons, some of us were tried in the area of our finances. Some of us were tried in the area of our relationships. Some of us were tried in the area of our work with God. There have been diverse challenges, you know, and the Lord has taken our paths also through so many places. Some of us to go to school to learn. Some of us to go to the ministry school to learn. So many places, a winding path, tortuous, you know, path. 
and all of them were not without good reason. Hallelujah. You see, because he loves us so much, it's never his desire or his plan for us, you know, to perish. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29, I think verse 11, it says, I know the plans that I have for you. He says, they are plans of good and not of evil to give you an unexpected end. Hallelujah. It means there is an expectation. And one woman of God I love so much says, the expected end is not our expected end, but it's God's expected end. It means that he has an expectation of you, of something that he wants to do with your life. And, and, and places he wants you to go. Hallelujah. And so because there is a grander purpose for you and for me, and fulfilling of God's purpose always requires certain skills, certain abilities, a certain character, a certain grace. All these things I mentioned just do not come like that. Hallelujah. He takes us through seasons of preparations. And then he, you know, he builds those character, that character in us. He puts that grace on us so that we are able to, you know, live up to the expectation of God when our day of showing came. And so in case of John the Baptist, the Bible says that he grew and then he became very strong and then he went into the deserts. Hallelujah. Just imagine that he was growing, he was becoming strong, but the Lord took him to the desert. The desert is symbolic of the wilderness. Seasons of deep trying moments. That is a desert. Hallelujah. Seasons where your marriage is at, at is, is under attack. Seasons where your health is under attack. Seasons where your children are under attack. Seasons where your, your, your finances are under attack. An attack meaning that you feel heavy burden and heavy pressure. And it looks like all this, there's no way out. Hallelujah. But I came to announce to you with a voice from heaven that all those things were necessary. Hallelujah. Because of this year. This is your year of showing. And so he had to take you through all these challenging moments and all these, you know, school of life, school of the world, school of prayer, you know, school of afflictions and all that to build us up. You know, I mentioned four schools, school of the word, school of prayer, school of afflictions and school of life. If you are a believer, you must go through these four schools. If you are not going through these four schools, there is a big problem, big question mark with you. Check your heart. You may not be a believer as you think. Hallelujah. Because even Jesus, <clears throat> sorry, when he was born, he didn't just immediately launch into his ministry. The Bible says that Jesus was there, was born, was 12 years, you know, went into the temple. At a time that, you know, I think there was a census or something uh, when, when they went to sacrifice, um, what do you call it, in the temple. And when they were coming, <laughs> the Bible gives record that Jesus got lost. But he, of course, he wasn't lost. He was in the house of the Lord, his father, as he testified. But that was when he was 12 years. We don't hear anything about him until he was 30 years when his cousin, John the Baptist, baptized him. And the Bible says the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit came upon him. That was the birthing of his ministry. But notice, Jesus was not announced. Jesus was not revealed until he went through the wilderness experience. And so when you read Luke chapter 4, the Bible says he was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil for 40 years. So in, in, the, in, in those 40 years, uh, so, sorry, 40 days, in those 40 days, he went through the school, was a school of life, 
the school of affliction, the school of the word, and the school of prayer. He went through all these things because he was praying and he was fasting. He was deliberating on his life. And it was a great moment of, of, of affliction, reflecting on the word and reflecting on God. But the Bible says, he returned from the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit. And listen, check it. It says, and the fame of him, when you read Luke chapter 4, 14 going, and the fame of him went abroad in all the surrounding towns. Those, that was the season of his showing. But what preceded the season of his showing was the season of affliction. It was the desert. He went into the desert. He went into the wilderness. Hallelujah. So John was, if you come to John the Baptist account, the Bible says he grew. He was strong in spirit. And then he was taken into the desert. All were preparations for the time that God showed him to the whole of Israel as a full-fledged prophet of the Most High God. This year, I see many of you being released into your callings. Many of you have been in training. Some of you great teachers and pastors, you have been in training. This year, the Lord will release you into your calling. He will outdoor you. Many of you are prophets in the making. This year, there will be a crowning of your prophetic call. And there will be an outdooring and a revealing. Because you have been in a season where the Lord has been preparing you. Hallelujah. Some of you have seeds of business ideas which are buried in your heart. And they are kingdom ideas. Because when the business grows, you will use it to finance the kingdom. But you have been going through a certain process. The Lord has been teaching you about finances. He has been teaching you about how to manage a business. You have gone through various seasons. This year is your year that he will outdoor you. Hallelujah. I want you to hold on to that word and meditate on Luke chapter 1 verse 80. Think on it. Meditate on it. The Lord has a word in it for you. This year the Lord will outdoor you. This year the Lord will reveal you and the Lord will show you to the whole world. Hallelujah. Many people will come to your dwelling. Many people will see you and wonder, ah, who is this? Many people wonder, where is he? We haven't heard of him. Why are we hearing of him now? You know, it is just the workings of God. Behind the scenes, he has been preparing you and he has been preparing me. And this is the season and the time he has decided to reveal, unfold, and outdoor us. This is your year of showing praise, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is an exhortation. You see, today is the first day of the 31 days of favor. And what I want to share with you is... The, the title that understand that life is a journey with Jesus. So all throughout the 31 days, there are specific topics I'll just share my thoughts and reflections on just to encourage you. Hallelujah. I know the Lord will speak to your heart and the Lord will build you and the Lord will do great things even in you. Praise the Lord. And the first day, which is today, we are looking at understand that life is a journey with Jesus. Life is a journey with Jesus. Let's look at the scripture to that effect. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians 2 10. And let's read the scripture together. I like to read the scripture together, not just to quote it so that you know we, we follow it. The Bible says, for we are his workmanship. Hallelujah. It means you are something that God made. You were God's handiwork. You were God's fabrication. 
it, it gives an impression that there was some kind of a factory and then God went there, God molded you and then he brought you out. Hallelujah. So you are God's workmanship or you are God's handiwork. Praise God. Isn't he so amazing? If you are his handiwork and you are his workmanship and I am his handiwork and I am his workmanship, then it means that we are both not just in this world for the fun of it. Because if he made us, then it means that there was a purpose, a blueprint for which he created us. And if there is a purpose for our creation, then surely God has good intentions for us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But it says we are his workmanship. Child of God, there is a plan for your life. And there is a purpose concerning you that is God-given. Now, if the purpose is God-given, then it's divine. If it's divine, then it means that you cannot accomplish the purposes of God in your own strength. The Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. Hallelujah. So it means if you are trying to do it with your strength, you will fail. The Bible also says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, seeth the Lord. So it means that the purposes of God for you and the purposes of God for me, they will only materialize when we will depend on God and we rely on him for strength and direction and wisdom and understanding and knowledge so that we can walk in the purpose because it is not our purpose, it is the purpose of God. Amen. The second part says, it says we have been created in Christ Jesus. It simply means we have been born again. But it says unto good works. So it says which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. So it means it presupposes that when we entered Christ, there were things he has planned for us already. Places he wants us to be. Businesses he wants us to you know, build. Ministries he wants us to you know, found. There are so many things the Lord wants us to, great things he wants us to accomplish. But those things were found in Christ. And so he says that we are his workmanship and we have been created in Christ Jesus unto these good works. Then he says, which he had before ordained. It means before we came into Christ, before we were born, he has ordained that we should walk in them. So there is a definite path for only you. And there's a definite path for only me. No two people are alike. No two purposes are alike. No two paths are alike. This is something you must be settled about in your spirit once and for all. Lock, put it in your heart, lock it and throw the key away. There is a purpose for you. You are the only one who can accomplish that purpose. Because it's before ordained that we should walk in them. I cannot walk in your purpose for you. You cannot walk in my purpose for you because I was made for my purpose and you were made for your purpose. Now for these reasons, so you must find what that purpose is and then you must walk in it. Praise God. But to be able to discover our purpose, we need to understand. It says the purpose is found in Christ Jesus. So as far as the believer is concerned, what we call life it's a journey with Jesus. Meaning that you are on this journey walking with the Lord to discover your purpose. And to walk in that purpose. You know, many people in the world have this notion that we are just in this world, you know, to make it. They have this notion, and unfortunately many believers have bought into it, 
that there is no predetermined path for me to walk on. I'm just in, in, in this world just to do things, you know, to do great things. And if I do sufficient good things, it will please God. And then, you know, he will give me access to heaven. Nothing can be further from the truth, my brother and sister. God Almighty knew you before you were born. God Almighty ordained a certain purpose concerning your life. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4, 5, and 6, he says, Before you were born, I knew you. When you were clothed of blood in your womb, he says, I had knowledge of you, and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. Now, that is not the only, it's not the privilege of only Jeremiah. That is so with everybody, every human being who enters the world. Praise God. That is a predetermined path you must find. You have been created for a purpose. You must find that purpose. Hallelujah. Say, I must find that purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. And so because of that, our understanding of life cannot be the same as those who are in the world. Because those who are in the world, they can go anywhere. They can do whatever they want. They can eat whenever they want. Jesus said, you know, if you remember the story, at a time when, you know, there was this great day of the feast and his brothers were going to the feast. And they, were, they told Jesus, we are going, are you not coming? And then Jesus said, no. And then they told him that nobody who wants to be famous hides himself. <laughs> Praise God, what a thought. Oh, yes. <laughs> how men think and men reason is different from how the Spirit does. Amen. But Jesus said, my time is not yet up. He said, but for you, every time is your time. Hallelujah. Because those who I know what, every day is their day. Every place is their place. Every time is their time. They cannot find purpose and working because the purposes the Bible showed us in Ephesians 2.10 are in Christ Jesus. If you are in Christ, then life is a journey with Jesus. Hallelujah. Then if you are journey with the Lord, then you must understand that you are not in this world alone. Praise God. No matter how challenging life may have made you, no matter how difficult, you know, the afflictions you're experiencing, I came to tell you, this is a prophetic word for somebody listening, that life is a journey with Jesus. And so the place you are at right now is part of what Jesus is doing in your life. And Jesus will use it to turn everything around. And Jesus will, will, in the end, bring you more meaning as to why you went through that season of life. And I came to announce you, and Jesus will make your life beautiful even through that thing. Many of us reflect on you know, afflictions and dry moments that we've gone through, and we are amazed at the wisdom of God. Because if he had not taken us through these seasons, we don't think that we'll be able to stand where he has positioned us now. Hallelujah. So everything you are going through is part of the journey with Jesus. Life is a journey with Jesus. If you are journeying with Jesus, there is no difficulty you go through that he is not with you. Matthew chapter 28, I think verse 20, he says, And wheresoever you are, I am with you to the ends of the age. Hallelujah. He says he is with us. And so you are not alone. Jesus is with you. He is with you to guide you. He is with you to protect you. He is with, with you to strengthen you. He is with you to encourage you. You are not alone. There is. I came to announce to you that there is an end to whatever you are going through. And that you must understand that on this first day of favor, that life is a journey with Jesus. If you're a student, life is a journey with Jesus. 
If you are a preacher, life is a journey with Jesus. If you are working, a banker, a teacher, a pharmacist, a doctor, a, a carpenter, whatsoever it is that you do, life is a journey with Jesus. Let Jesus be seen in everything that you do, every place that you are found. Don't make decisions independent of Jesus. Don't do things against what Jesus has said in his word. Don't desire things that Jesus does not desire for you. Don't go to places that will not please Jesus. Hallelujah. Because life is a journey with Jesus. Hallelujah. So I just want to, this is just a short exhortation. You know, this is our first day of favor. And understand this, that life is a journey with Jesus. Let us sink into your spirit. When you wake up, life is a journey with Jesus. When dry moments come, life is a journey with Jesus. When happy moments come, life is a journey with, with Jesus. No matter the season of life, your mindset never should change. Should be the same. That life is a journey with Jesus. And I'm telling you, if this becomes that mindset, favor will manifest every day. Because no matter what you go through, you will come to the place where you will trust that Jesus will abundantly supply. Hallelujah. And yes, he will never disappoint you. I've brought my exhortation to an end. The first day of favor. And remember our word, remember our word is life is a journey with Jesus. May the Lord bless you with this that you have heard. And may you continue to listen to it. And may it be a blessing to you. Even as we embark on the journey in this year of our showing. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord enlarge your coast. May the Lord bless your path. This year, I plead the blood upon your mind. I plead the blood upon your soul. I plead the blood upon your spirit. I declare the supremacy of the blood over your destiny. I declare the supremacy over your life, over every season and every place and everything concerning your life within this year in Jesus' name. And I declare that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. That this year the Lord will guide your steps into his purposes and his plans. Be thou blessed and be highly favored in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and stay tuned for the second day and the days afterwards. We are in the days of favor. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.